United States is drug abuse. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy Tim. Uh, this is a show. This episode is with Ralph Williams. You could catch him on Podbean at the uh, Ralph Williams Show. He does a Friday night and a Saturday night live mix DJ. And then during the week, he likes to cover interesting topics. We just kind of uh, phoned into his live show today and kind of, uh, you know, phone bombed him and got in on his show. And uh, it ended up being an interesting conversation. We ended up doing an hour show out of it. So make sure uh, you check out not only this podcast, but when you're done listening to this one, go ahead and give Ralph a follow. Uh, he's a good dude. We love talking to him. And I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Because uh, they feel that it doesn't hit them as good as they thought, or they would have to consume more uh, in order to get an effect, which is probably a good uh, a good thing that it's like that because edibles, like I, I, like I, w- I was talking a while back that if you're getting hit hard with an edible, there's no real regulation. Like you really much, you barely, you just got to ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about edibles are different because they don't, you don't really get high from the THC. You, you digest it through your liver and it makes a different compound. I think it's called L-tryptamine. I, I'm, I could be wrong, but it's something like that. And that's actually 50 times stronger than THC. So it does something else to your oh, body. Wow. It's a different type of high. They do uh, make a parachute too, though. They do. And the parachute does work. And it's a pure CBD tablet that you put under your tongue. Um, and that, 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 so if you're, if you're experimenting with edibles, you always want to start with the smallest, you know, dose and then give it some time because right. sometimes they can, depending on your metabolism, it could take time. Uh, the effect could take time or there could be no effect at all sometimes. But then, you know, if you have yourself a parachute drug. Is that the same thing for people that are drinking? No. No. No, I don't I don't believe so. Like they, I mean, like you have to gauge your your weight and stuff like that. Oh, depending oh, on how yeah. much edible to eat. Yeah. No, yeah. As far as that, oh, okay. yeah, as far as dosage, yeah. Yeah, it is. It and it's gonna depend on your per you know, your own chemistry, your own body chemistry. I know I work with a guy, mm-hmm. I worked with him for the last fifteen years. He cannot get high off an edible. I brought him every <laughs> I brought him every edible, Ralph, that I could find. I brought him gummies. I brought him cookies. I brought him rice krispie treats. I brought him chocolates. I brought him everything. It's he, like a Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is. Every Valentine's I'm hooking. Oh yeah, I want that gift. Yeah. But he just did, I said, Did you get high? Send me goes, a, no. Send me some edible flowers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Chocolate dipped. Chocolate dip, strawberries. There's, chocolate dip. But, Can you explain to me the um? There, there's a little delay on on what you guys are listening to, so I apologize if I'm talking over you. But no, it's okay. Um, is is can you explain to me the parachute thing again? Because that seems kind of interesting, and I never heard about that. You wanna? You go there's ahead. There's a. There's a. a I don't know if he's a doctor or not. He's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. Okay, there's a guy in Michigan here that uh, developed a parachute pill specifically for edible highs and if you're too high. 
And uh, what it is basically, it's mm. a it's a highly concentrated dose of CBD, and you put it under your tongue, and then within like a few minutes, you're supposed to be you know really even out even out your high, so you're not you know tripping out. I heard that ibuprofen does that too. Okay, I I haven't tried. I wish I would have tried it that one day, oh, but yeah, yeah, because Dave Dave tried. I got I'm Dave some ibuprofen. Oh shit. That's I, yeah. is that common? <clears throat> is that a common thing, or is that? I don't know. I I I was surprised when I found out. Like fuck. So if I'm in pain, I better. I just gotta take it because <laughs> everything pretty much has ibuprofen in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's... I might have to look into uh, getting some kratom, some kratom. Card or something. Try the kratom, man. That some works. kratom was yeah. kratom. It is a. Uh plant that grows in asia uh it's related to the coffee oh is that what you you guys were uh are selling oh yeah oh that's what you guys that's what you were talking about the last time right yep yep yeah that's good shit man talk to me talk to me about that talk to you about it well um you can use it for many different things from if you want energy you want to sleep you got pain you want to you want to uh, get rid of your withdrawal symptoms from something. Fuck, you wanna you wanna trip? Mm. I mean, it depends on what dose you take. It could do anything, man. It's natural. Um, nice. But I think there's like six or seven states right now that they made it illegal in because they labeled it as a Schedule One drug, but it's not. Mm. That's but, the next marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Good shit though, man. It is, and I'm yeah. and I don't know if anybody you, you tried it already? Oh yeah, I take that shit every day. Yeah. I I probably took it every day. Have after you taken the, the, the dose to trip? No, no. No, I I, I take probably mm. three at a time usually. I took mm. four yesterday and got a little loopy. I'll do it. I know that was Friday, actually. <laughs> yeah, I got a little loopy, man. It was. It was. I told. I told Dave today. I said that was too much. I was usually taking two, and then on Friday I took four because I wanted to. I don't know. It was Friday, man. I felt good. Like <laughs> I want double the dose. Yeah, no doubt. I'm a smoke. Hell yeah! That's, that's what I was about to say. It's I'm Friday. A, it's you Friday. Should yeah, I need to get to get this hallucinogenic on and try to do that. Take, but yeah, take a trip to Wonderland. Yeah. Bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I just talked to my buddy. He said he's got some shrooms. So I was thinking about. I still have some microdose uh, tablets or some uh, capsules I made, but I was thinking about just doing a nice trip in the woods with a uh, with like an eighth ounce of shrooms. I think you should do DMT so we can record oh, that, that shit. Awesome. You want to record? Yes, on DMT, I want to record, bro. Yeah, me and me and Ralph want to know. What you look like on DMT? Like, are you gonna go wanna, to Mars like, or? I, I've seen like videos of people going through it, but I want to get a legit from you guys, you know, an account of how it is. And they say that if you're gonna do it, you should have someone that you trust with you to, you know, record keep it. You keep you in control. Yeah, record it and keep you, <laughs> hold you down and make sure that you know. You're not gonna flip out. <laughs> Make you a YouTube star. So yeah, but that would be that would be some good content, guys. If you guys can record that audio and video and put it out, that'll be some good content. I don't know if I'm that brave, Ralph. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that brave. 
<laughs> I gotta be honest. You don't want to hey, marry alien family, a, that's man. That's a long, extended trip. I'll tell you about. I'll tell you a story about uh, a, a couple trippy experiences that people had around me uh, with uh, salvia divinorum. <laughs> Are you familiar with that drug? No, sir, I'm not. Okay, salvia divinorum is another uh, leaf-like plant. It's kind of like a tobacco, and it's grown in. Uh, uh, I think it's like rain jungle, rainforest type conditions or something. But they ship it in through Canada, and it's it's in like head shops and odd places where you go to, you know, wherever they sell, you know, crazy skull knickknacks and uh, incense and shit like that. They have salvia divinorum. They call it salvia, basically, and they sell it in different concentrations: ten times, fifteen times, twenty times. It's a little more expensive for the better shit, obviously. So when you smoke this, you smoke it just out of a pipe or whatever, and you have an intense, surreal experience for about, I want to say 30 to 90 seconds, but usually it seems like it's only 15 seconds. It's just a weird suspension of reality where you get extreme tunnel vision, things are a little blurry, Maybe you can laugh. And the way that I uh, can best describe it is from the inside, it feels like it feels pringly on the inside of your skin. Pringly? Not pr <laughs> prickly. Prickly. Like real prickly. It feels like you're a fucking puppet. Like you got strings attached to your elbows and your hands and shit. And when you move, it feels like you're you, there's resistance or something like a puppet. It's crazy. So... I had I get me and my buddy got may rest in peace. My buddy Mickey passed away. We decided we're gonna get an ounce of this stuff. We're gonna introduce it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is years ago. So we started going around to different hangout spots and letting people smoke it. So one one group of people was my brother and his friends, my younger brother and their friends, and uh the this one guy, Nick. He was one of the first volunteers. He tried it. He smoked it. So he took a bite. He took a hit. And then he immediately stood up, turned around, and started trying to climb the wall with his foot. Like he, he thought he could walk up the wall. He was literally trying to walk up the fucking wall. It was the weirdest thing. We wow. had to like, we had to restrain him a little bit. Like, what are you? <laughs> Like, what are you trying wow. to do? Just sit that's here. Some, that's some exorcist Just, shit. Right oh, there. yeah. He did some crazy shit. So uh, we had one guy, this other guy, we're sitting in the kitchen. We're sitting in someone's kitchen, my buddy Mick's kitchen, and his friend Chad tried tried some. He jumped out of the chair, tried to run out of the kitchen, flipped over the baby gate, and just <laughs> did, a <laughs> did a fucking roll. Did a fucking roll on the other side, hit the baby gate. <laughs> So, needless to say, through all these experiences, nobody really wanted to buy it, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all too much. they're all tripping balls and doing crazy shit. Uh, you know, you really—it's really kind oh of a zen. God. Those are the. Those <clears throat> That's the kind of stuff that you get tasered for like a half an hour by. Yeah. Cop, huh? Yep. <laughs> you definitely want to do it around friends but i tell you my brother tried yeah. it my brother tried it and uh 
he immediately broke out into a sweat coming down his face. He was sweating. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? Are you all right? And he started talking like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he started, he started, what? yeah, <laughs> listen, he started talking like Colonel Sanders about Michael Jordan. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what? I'm, yes. I, I'm telling you, he started talking in a Colonel Sanders voice about Michael Jordan. But and then I was done with it. I was wow. done with it. Yeah, I was done with it. I think I gave the rest of that away after a little <laughs> that while. That was too much. It was intense for people. Oh, it was man. super intense, yeah. quick. But then it was gone because it's so like the in weirdest your experience thing. Is it, it okay? I got you. Is there is there a way to come to uh, balance yourself out when you're on a hard trip? Like you mentioned the. Uh, the parachutes for if you know if you're too high on edibles is there something for a bad trip mm. man you're gonna have to wait that out yeah. that's the problem with the trip is Ooh, you know that's, that's the next project yeah i got um my my younger brother when he was a teenager decided he was gonna take an eighth ounce of shrooms and cut and then when he came home he was tripping out where he was like having a he was having a bad trip when he closed his eyes or when he he was seeing weird shit and it was tripping him out. So he wanted, wow. he wanted us to take him to the hospital. And I said, dude, they can't <laughs> do nothing. They can't do nothing for you. All they're going to do is they're going to call the police. They're going to ask you where you got the drug. They're going <laughs> to fuck with you and fuck with you and fuck with you. And you're going to trip harder and harder because you don't want that kind of, I was like, so I convinced him to stay home. Right. And he did. And he slept in my mom's room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so wait what this was your this was your brother or your friend my youngest brother my youngest brother when he was a teenager oh he, you're young okay I'll yeah he was say. probably 16 oh, okay. 17 yeah <laughs> oh man that's crazy yeah, you can't. So that's uh, so that's going to be your next project. You're going to find something to level people out from a bad trip. Huh? You know what? I don't know if there's anything out there, Ralph, but I I've never heard of it. If somebody knows, please let us know. I don't know if there is, man. Yes, like even so we like can when market it and, and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> like even on acid, man, you can just do whatever other drugs you want, and you don't feel the effects of those drugs. Well, but with that's Ralph's got a great point, though, because with uh, mushrooms becoming legal in more and more uh, cities and states, you want to have that anti trip drug. If there is something out there, you want to get it. it The Ralph, we'll call it the Ralph. Oh, yeah, (laughs) it's the Ralph. Yes, you can call it, you can call it the Willie. Willie, (laughs) let me give you some of that Willie. (laughs) Let me get some of that Willie. Give that. (laughs) Damn. Ah, yeah, brother. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, where else can people uh, contact you guys? Uh, how, I, the last time I heard you said that your website was a little um, wonky. Now, how is it now? Is it good? Now we're still we haven't went live yet. We're still waiting for all the licensings and shit. So, um, oh, okay. So, but the best bet is through Instagram, right? You say? Wait, uh, you're on Instagram, bro. Let me follow you on Instagram. Twitter, Did you put it Instagram. in the chat. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram's in all the right, chat. Right, cool. um, you can find a you can find a podcast uh, Instagram uh, Daily Addict Show. 
Um, G, put that one in there too, can you? But at Daily Act Show with the underscore oh, okay, in between. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you guys. Follow and then Twitter. Maybe we'll. Maybe me and the buddies will take a trip out to Michigan and, and see what you guys got. Oh hell yeah, dude! We'd love to <laughs> have giving you. out free joints and all. Oh hell yeah, free dude. joints, free podcasts. Shit. There you go. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Even better. All day, every day. Well, we'll give you some DMT, and we can record you too. Yes, you can do that with us. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna be an experiment. <laughs> Fuck. You're gonna come back married with three aliens. <laughs> I'm gonna get married with three aliens. Damn right, damn right. I'll do that. I'll do that for my my thousand follower goal. If I reach a thousand followers, oh, then shit. I'm gonna do some DMT with these guys. Oh, there you go, man. We got to make that happen. Sit right there. Well, I'm writing that. I'm make writing that happen. shit down. Put that shit on paper. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, we got, uh, who is that? Alpha Mike in the chat say he wants some too. You want in on this, Alpha Mike? You can have it. <laughs> I'll give you my spot. <laughs> oh, man. I, awesome. I, know, I watched some videos of that DMT <clears throat> shit, man. That shit's crazy. Have you, Ralph, have you done DMT yeah, before? Man. No, I, I, would, I just became curious about it because it, it, they started talking on how it's so close to what happens when you die your body releases uh, DMT, which makes you experience that afterlife type of deal or yep. what, what you perceive to be the afterlife. So yeah. I, I got curious about it, and, and a lot of people are thinking about doing it on a regular. You know, and, of course, you know, Joe Rogan talks about it and stuff yeah. like that. That's deep. That's deep as fuck. Well, if you look yeah. into it, man, they, they say that the Bible was written from that shit. <laughs> Like that fire bush, yeah, that has DMT in it. The revelations side, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. So what if we're all just living in a DMT dream that we already died in? Damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) this could be. So we got to take more DMT. This could could be the DMT of you know of of the spirit world. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, because Rogan's got actually he actually has a documentary called DMT: The Spirit Molecule, and uh, I watched some of that. That's it's interesting. You need to watch the the Mike Tyson one. I think the title is "Do You Know About the Toad?" Something like. All right. It wasn't DMT though. I've he, seen that. He, yeah, he, I, I looked up that video from my podcast. Yeah, he, he used the uh, the toad venom. Oh, oh what happened? Man. What happened? It's the same thing as DMT, basically. Oh, okay. But it's a it's a poison. Right. You know, it's a toad, a toad saliva or some shit. Well, that's good to know. That's actually really good to yeah. know. I'm happy I learned that today. That when you die, your body releases DMT. That makes me feel better. That there's something going. There's something <laughs> yeah, don't worry. When, when you're when you're about to die, you're gonna feel happy. You're gonna yeah. get the aliens, man. Oh shit, I don't give a shit. You're, you're gonna get the. <laughs> as long as it isn't. As long as it's gonna get the alien, alien wee wee. Alien with three boobs. <laughs> alien Willie. Yeah, then I'll. Yeah, then. Next, alien Willie. <laughs> yeah, hey, that would be the nice name. <laughs> That's the name right there. Here, you want some Alien Willie to help you with your bad trip? There you go. <laughs> Hey, we need to work on trademarking <laughs> that. We need an alien willing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That actually the alien willing. That would be a great. Uh, that would be a great parachute drug for DMT because you, you're dreaming. You're in outer space and doing you know things with aliens and shit. There you go. 
Hell yeah. I'm glad I got my alien Hell yeah. to bring Look at down. us. Look at us brainstorming live. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I've been getting high all day, cool, Ralph. Man. I'm blowed off my ass. Nice. So how do you start off your day, bro? Because we got a couple of people here in the chat that I know likes to start off their day with a nice joint. How do you start off your day? Especially on a Sunday. On a Sunday, I usually don't. On a weekend, I'll start off my day usually with a joint and a coffee. It's my favorite combination. That is like oh, that's out, so good. Out of any two, out of any drug combination that you can, um, when they call what they call it, Dave, when you're mixing two drugs together, cocktail. Whenever you're doing a drug cocktail here, my favorite one is caffeine mm. and cannabis. I think they match perfectly. And then, uh, like, infuse that shit, man. Uh, coffee infuse and cannabis. Sounds oh, great. they have it. They yeah. have it. Yeah. They have infused. Uh, Do they? But I enjoy the Do whole process. Really? Yeah. They have infused coffee. Um, but I enjoy the whole process of, oh, ro- you know, picking the strain, you know, rolling it up, sitting down, doing, if I'm reading or if I'm doing something like that in the morning, just relaxing, you know, trying to get my day going, get my thoughts together. But on the weekday, I'm pretty boring in the morning, man. I just get up, I get a coffee and go to work. So that's, you know, I don't smoke during the week. I only smoke. Hey, sometimes you got to do that, brother. Yeah. During the week, I only smoke before I go to bed, really. And uh, after I get home from work, obviously, if I had a tough day, I definitely smoke. And uh, at night, I definitely smoke before I go to bed. Have you ever tried the alien wheelie yet? No, but I'm. <laughs> have you tried that alien willy that'll keep your willy up <laughs> we, got, we got alpha mike in the chat saying he does red bull red bull and a blunt in the morning damn that's counterintuitive that's damn. dope blunts yeah that's dope man that's like yeah supercharged so this what i like about doing that is you get that you get that charge from the coffee in your brain right you get that chatty charge crossed with the creativity from the cannabis so you get like a chatty creative way man like i could solve the world's problems between a cannabis and a fucking coffee in the morning (laughs) so everyone's i can solve coronavirus and the economy all in one shot (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys do you guys put a lot of stock in the um sativa indica thing is that a real thing or is it just all weed to you there's a lot that has to do with it um there's a lot in different strains and different compositions because every strain has different amounts of thc cbd cbg there's two or three different kinds of thcs there's a couple different kinds of cbds that do different things in your body. So everything. So yeah, it definitely makes a difference because the indica is going to be more of a body buzz or more of a, you know, body high. And then your sativa tends to be more of a, of a, of a head high or a head buzz. And you can really tell the difference when you smelling a good sativa because it'll be on the tip of your nose. And you know you got a really good indica because when you take a deep when you take a deep sniff of indica, it'll be deep in your nose. You'll feel the sensation like up by your bridge of your nose. So that's the way really to tell it. Other than some of the physical traits, sativa is usually more of a loose, looser composition. 
it's usually usually you know not tight as but you know the buds aren't as tight they're a little bit looser it's usually a bigger stringier plant and then with the indicas they're right. real short and stout and the buds are usually a little tighter they're usually a little more resinous you usually have when you're doing hybrids and you have a little bit more indica in there you usually have your higher potency strains and the indicas really come from the climates over in the middle east and things like that so there's different you know they they like it a little hotter the sativas like it a little cooler but overall yeah there's a lot of differences and i buy into the stock totally but there's one interesting thing that people never talk about when it comes to the strains and the differences it also matters when the grower harvests their bud if they harvest too early the maximum THC potency is not actually in the bud yet. So the little crystals on the bud, Ooh. the little crystals on the bud are called trichomes. And within these trichomes sit the, the, the THC and the CBD that are in the flower. If they change colors as the plant is maturing and dying, the trichomes change colors. They go from clear, they go to cloudy, they go to amber and then they turn black. And those are all different stages of the THC content. If you harvest your marijuana when the trichomes are clear, there's hardly any THC even developed yet. You're really not even going to get high. If you harvest when they are wow. cloudy, then they are the THC is starting to fill up. And then when they're amber, they're at peak. That's when that's when you harvest your marijuana, when you have amber trichomes, they're at peak THC. Anything darker than amber, they're actually starting to lose potency. So when you talk about sativa and indica, I know I went into a deep asshole here, but it's also depending on when your <laughs> grower is harvesting it at the same time. It's a, that's also a thing too. If you have like, if you, they harvest early and it's just in that cloudy state, that's more of a head high in itself. And then if they, if they harvest it in the is late that state. More, it, it, is that more of a, of a natural way of, of harvesting it? Or is that something that could be altered uh, in a, in your house or something like that? Like synthetically, I guess. No, what, what? How do you explain the the hybrid part? The hybrid part. Thank you for the support, Shell. I appreciate you. Um. Yeah, you're talking about like the hybrid, the mix of the indica and sativa together. Is that what you mean? Like the hybrid uh, yes. strains. Yeah, yes. So what they did, what they're doing is they're they're making the both the best of both worlds. Is they're they're starting. You have extreme indicas, extreme sativas, and they're they're making sixty forty and fifty fifty hybrids now. Because you get the dense buzz and you you get the dense buds and the yield from the indica, but you're still getting the, you know, the, the length and the high of sativas. You're really starting to get the best of both worlds in some of these hybrids. And uh, it, it's a it's a challenge to breeders because if you take an extreme indica and like an extreme sativa and you try to crossbreed them, you'll actually have a real fucked up genetic because you pulled too far apart from mm -hmm. genetics. Plants are different than humans. Inline breeding strengthens uh, cannabis. So if you have more of an inline genetic 
where you're pollinating the mother with the son over and over generations, you're going to have a stronger genetic. So you want incest in the plants? Yes. Yes. Cannabis is incestrial mm, to damn. get stronger. It is. Yeah. They're the total opposite of human So that's. Being. So hybrid is a man-made thing then. It's not something that happens naturally. I mean, I guess it could happen naturally, but yeah, man is more man. There's probably not a lot of natural bud out there anymore as far as like nature, right. self, you know, making its own strains and stuff. Like you can't just pull a plant out and it's going to be a hybrid, right? Like, it's, you know. Yeah, you got it. It depends on the genetics. I'm, I'm just showing my ignorance because I don't know nothing about how that it's cultivated. <laughs> Yeah. I no. feel like I walked into a dispensary and the guy is like teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey. But that's a but that's a good point. Uh some idea for you guys if you guys want to do it. Uh, you guys can do like a premium podcast where you guys uh show people, you know, the whole cultivation process of marijuana, you know. Uh, I just saw Alpha Mike in the chat saying he's weed class 101. So that could be a nice little segment for you guys. It could be. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Well, I've been doing it for a long time. You know, I've been growing for a long time. I've grown hundreds of strains. Um, I've been smoking for a long time. I've always known, and that's why the Daily Attic podcast happened, because I always knew that weed was going to be legal one day. Ever since I first started smoking back when I was 15 years old, I just knew in my mind that weed was going to be legal one day. I just couldn't comprehend how alcohol and all these other drugs were legal and, and, and weed was illegal. Just didn't make sense. The worst, worst ones are legal. Alcohol, tobacco, sugar. Come to think of it. That's a good point. I mean, sugar is like the worst one. People die from sugar more than any other drug period. Yeah. And it's so tempting. Yeah, man, that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> cheesecake. That's uh, that's pretty uh, that's that's a good point. That uh, it it, it kind of blows your mind how the baddest shit in the world is is legal and easy to consume, but something that is natural as you know a plant like marijuana, right? That uh, there's so much uh, negative stigma around it. I mean, so cocaine. I I get a little more insight on why you guys do your podcast. I mean, cocaine's a plant too. And I don't think anybody can tell me of one person that OD'd off of cocaine unless they mixed it with something else or they had a heart condition, you know, already underlying issue. But nobody's going to OD off cocaine if you have real cocaine, period. That's interesting. I never really thought about that. I always thought that you would, that people could die from cocaine. Yeah, I mean, if you have Alone. a if you, if you have an underlying heart or a medical condition that you don't know about, or if you if you make a cocktail or somebody you know cuts it up with some bullshit fentanyl or something, I mean, some bad shit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cut it up, cut it up with some baking soda or something. No, go. I mean baking soda is fine. That's what they use. I mean B twelve baking soda, whatever. Is it? I don't see. I don't know. How, I don't know how it works, but that, that's how I saw in the movies or something. <laughs> cool, man. That's what's up. So, is there anything, any, anything else you guys want to touch on? Um, no, man. I, I think we're, you know, 
Oh wait, we were getting into your into your Sunday routine. What what else you do you like to wake up with a joint and a coffee on the Sunday? On yeah, the Sunday or what? A lot of well, a lot of times on Sunday. So you been smoking all day, pretty much. No, well, it depends. Like today was a good day to smoke all day because I was cleaning. Yes. Clean, yeah, I just cleaned up for my kid's birthday party yesterday, and just I was running some. I was testing some oh, weed nice. for uh, potency. And that takes a few minutes. So in between, I'd go out, take a couple tokes, you know, clean the house up. I'll tell you what, weed is the oh, best. How does that work? That, that work. What, what's that? Which part? How do you test for potency? I have a machine that I just got from uh, Israel. It's called Gemacert. And a company in Israel, they've actually won a couple awards on it. They got a little uh, testing machine they came out with that's portable. Uh, it's accurate. And it's it's a good little machine so far. So they shipped it to me, and uh, I got it on a trial basis for a couple months here. And I've been testing all my strains to see what their potency is. It's a pretty slick little machine. Oh, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that there was a way to to measure that. Yeah, they um. So they use this thing nice. called um. They use this non uh. It's a near infrared uh spect uh. I think it's called, let me get this right, spectroscopy, near-infrared spectroscopy. So they use these uh, the technology uh, image analysis and different things. You put the bud in the top of this machine, and it's non, it doesn't destroy the flower. It actually keeps it intact. So you insert the flower in here, and then within like three or four minutes, it gives me my THC potency and my CBD potency. So I've been testing all my strains I've been growing lately for the last couple of days. Last night, I had some friends over, and we were just sitting around drinking beer, betting on how high the THC would be on some of the strains we've been growing. <laughs> That's an awesome game. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like it's actual work. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's more like, you know, it's more like a game show. It's kind of like the beginning of Price is Right when you got to guess the price of the, you know, the item. It's almost like test that, man. Test your strength. Yes, test your, <laughs> test your THC because I would always go, you know. Test, you, test your levels. But it's pretty interesting. Um, That's dope. Israel is really uh, far. They're on top of all that shit, They're on man. top of cannabis uh, technology in Israel, man. They're real open about it. They do their shit, man. They're far ahead of us. So this this machine is, is actually it, remarkable. Is that is that where the biggest uh, distributor is from? Yeah, that's where they invented the machine. The two guys, uh, the one guy's a doctor, one guy's a PhD, and uh, they they invented this machine. And they've been selling. It's big. It's been in Europe, uh, and the Middle East and Europe and places like that for the last you know few years. But now it's just starting to get to the United States, and uh, they're so backed up. I sent an inquiry back in October. And the guy got back with me last month wow. and, he, and then he said, Hey, he goes, you know what? I, I can ship you one of these. You can try it out for a couple months because it's quite pricey, man. It's a, it's about four grand for the machine. And, wow. uh, yeah, they let me do it on a trial basis for two months. So I told them, I said, I'll, I'll test all my weed on it and I'll tell you what I think about it. And then, uh, you know, if somebody wants to know about it, I'll send them your way. Um, if they want to, you know, if somebody wants their weed tested, they can send it to me. I'll test it. Whatever. I got to smoke it afterwards, so I'm not going to send it. <laughs> I'm not sending it back. <laughs> yeah. Not going to let it sit there. 
<laughs> That's awesome, man. You guys are hiring? <laughs> man, I don't know. We're going to have to do man. something soon. We're going to have to do something. I can't do everything, man. It's like, fuck. I got a lot of shit going on. I hear you. But Is hey, there any other things that... Uh, any other uh, machines out there that might help your job a little easier like, that we might not know of? The common folk? Common uh, folk. As far as what? As far as growing weed? <laughs> or as far as what? Or, or like uh, testing or like how do they get those percentages on like the marijuana labels at dispensaries? You know, like testing if a strain is a good strain. I don't know. Yeah. So Things like that. Normally, normally what makes this machine different is it's non-destructive. You can put the flower, you could take a bud and put it, it's, it attaches to a small pin and, and then you push the you push uh, the door, the trap down into the machine and it does everything in this little machine. It's probably the size of a big coffee can, like a large coffee can, extra large coffee mm. can. There's pictures of it on, our, on the IG that I uh, sent out uh, virtual integrated cannabis. If anybody wants to check it out, if you follow my story on there, I got pictures of the test results and stuff like that. But um, how, it, how it does it is it uses like an infrared technology to get a chemical composition of what's in the flower and then it uses a image analysis which is a very high level 3d mapping image analysis to get an account for the content uh how much is there so it measures volume chemistry and then it has a machine intelligence factor too because it loads up to the cloud of the company and it cross-references your sample with wow. 10,000 samples in their database. So basically, it's taking wow. the lab technician out of the equation because normally when marijuana gets tested, it'll go to the lab and they have to destroy it. They got to grind it up. Then they're going to do the same things. They're going to do oh. a chemical composition. Sometimes they have to add a chemical to make sure that the you know THC and CBD is there. So... They'll do a chemical composition and then they'll do a light um, they'll do a light spectrum analysis on it and different things like that. They'll take a picture of it, but then they'll have the lab technician sort that information out and and kind of come up with the percentages. It's kind of how they do it. They have like formulas they use. But this machine kind of takes the lab technician part out because it cross-references your samples with their database. So it's pretty interesting technology. Um, I think there's still a young company and there's definitely some improvements they need to make here. But um, yeah, testing THC is going to be huge here in the future, especially as it's legal in the United States as a whole. It's going to be legal soon. Uh, I don't think, you know, I don't know how soon, but it's going to be legal. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good uh <clears throat> That's a pretty good analysis, man. I, I guess the feature is going to be everybody, there's probably going to be an app made that can allow the consumer to just test any weed st strictly by scanning it with your phone or something. That might be a new technology. Dude, you know? that's crazy to think about. Yeah, that's crazy to think about that. That I mean, you could put a microscope yeah, on your phone or something. That would be fucking nuts. But there's, you know, yeah, hell yeah. They got a bunch of different little machines out there. There's one called Purple. There's a different one that's orange. They're like little machines where you grind the weed up and put it in there and they Bluetooth to your phone. 
and you can you can check it, but they're not very accurate. So this one is seems to be mm. a lot more accurate than the two that have come out so far. But this tool is more valuable to the hemp farmers because I, I don't know if you guys know, but the hemp farmers are going through some shit right now because whenever they transport their hemp, the police are mistaking it for marijuana and arresting them and taking their shit. It happened right in New York, too. It oh, happened man. with a company in New York. They were importing some hemp, and the cops came in, the DEA or the cops came in and shut their business down, confiscated 100 pounds of hemp or something like that. And then they're in the evidence room, like, celebrating, like, look at all this weed that we fucking... <laughs> and it wasn't even weed. It was, <laughs> it was hemp. I think I saw a meme about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a meme out there. Those guys were all proud oh, and happy my. that they busted hemp. It's like, man, you guys... <laughs> If they had this machine, they would have known because they smell identical and they look identical. I mean, it's not, it wasn't really their fault. They just didn't have Yeah, and apparently from what you guys are saying, even the dogs probably can't tell either. No, no they can't. Shit. The dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting shit. So what's That's it? a good point, man, because these dogs nowadays are probably, who knows how they're being taught in order to find this, uh, supposed drugs and they're not even doing doing it right most of the time so they're pretty much being used up um incorrectly in terms of detecting so is that is that something that could be for bomb detection as well is that is that even oh, yeah. a, a real yeah. thing yep they have dogs for, i don't know how accurate that is but i'm sure it'd be just about as accurate for bomb bomb yeah. detection yeah for like gunpowder residue i don't or, know i can look it up right now it's the power of the internet. That'll be a good. Uh, that'll be yeah. Whether it's false or true, you can find the information <laughs> quick. Man, now we're gonna go to bomb making one hundred and one, and now now we're Man, gonna be fucked. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm scared to. I'm scared to type this into the search term because I don't want the like FBI at my door. You know. You don't you don't want that that imprint in your system? No, man. Because once it's there, you can't erase it. Am I being paranoid? That's it. The, the eyes are watching, babe. Oh shit, he's typing it. Uh, uh oh. I don't give a shit. Uh, booty bombs? You mean booty bombs? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, in terms of uh, the company, so are you guys uh, taking it to dispensaries, your strain, or to uh, hospitals, or or, or how, how are you guys um, giving it out to the public? You go to specific areas? No, the um, the cannabis part of it, I just have I have registered patients that I provide it to. And so they just pay me for the cost. Okay. They pay me for the cost of growing it. So basically, you know, my cost to grow it, which is, uh, you know, the light bill, the nutrients, the soil, the, uh, the, right. the insect inhibitors. Uh, you need a lot of land for that? No, right? No, it's all indoor. We don't grow any outdoor. It's all indoor. Oh, so okay. we, brought, okay. we have two gotcha. facilities. Um, so yeah, we've been doing it about eight years now, but I'm starting to move. We're starting to move into other aspects though. We're starting to move on away from cannabis just because I think the future is in hemp. 
I think hemp has got a bigger future than cannabis. So I'm starting to really, yeah, I think much bigger. It's going to, hemp is going to change mankind. I mean, I know that's a big statement, but it's true. Well, think about it, man. You can make plastics out of hemp. You can make and everything that's killing the environment you can make from hemp. Yes. And it biodegrades and yes. And you can save the world with hemp. So, so let me address this. Let me address this question. Um, let's see if you guys could help me out figure it out if if that's the case because i gotta be transparent with you guys i am not a very knowledgeable person on this subject and a lot of subjects but i do have lots of questions so in terms of hemp is that something if we use hemp for so many things that means we're going to be cultivating hemp a lot it does that have an impact on the environment at all Yes. Like is that does hemp is uh, like going to be cutting down trees a lot or how does that work? Yeah, hemp is going to actually be a huge benefit to the environment because you everything you can make out of trees you can make out of hemp. Every single product you can make hemp wood, mm-hmm. you can make hemp crete, you can make hemp plastic. Like Dave said, you can make oils, you can make paper, you can make cardboard, you can make clothing, textiles. Strand for strand, it's stronger than steel. And and you will save a ton of trees, but not only that. Hemp um, purifies the ground around it. Cannabis in in itself purifies, sucks heavy metals out of the ground. And a good example is it, of this uh-huh. is, the, is they planted hemp in Russia to get the uh, contaminants out of the soil. Isotypes. The isotypes, yeah. Probably. So the radicals. So with hemp, it only takes like a third of the water that cotton takes. So it can replace all the cotton. It really can't because it's not comfortable. Oh, wow. It's not really comfortable yet in clothing. You can't really replace you all can the mix cotton. It, though. But you can mix it. You can mix it and you can save on, you know, having to get cotton. So the other thing is it sucks up a lot of carbon. It, it sucks up a lot of carbon. Uh hemp breathes carbon uh carbon dioxide so as it's breathing carbon dioxide it's cleaning the invites helping us it's helping us out with our with our carbon problem right so it, it has hemp is one of the only plants that has a negative carbon footprint which means it 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 mm. gives back more than it draws <clears throat> to grow and you can use every aspect of the plant. You can use the roots. You can use the bast fiber. You can use the herd on the inside. You can use the leaves. You can use the buds. You can use every single part of the plant for something. The Navy only uses hemp rope. Yeah, exactly. So, that, oh, wow. I mean, that's all that they buy. That's all that they are allowed to use. <clears throat> so hemp is going to be, now that hemp, so in 2018, I'll, I'll open it up. If anybody has any questions about what I just said, um, feel free to ask about that, and then I can elaborate. But I can tell you more about why it's going to go where I say it's going to go. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. So, it, so it's mainly about the durability of hemp, right? So I'm I'm assuming that it's easily easily recyclable, right? It could be used once it's done. Uh, once you're done with its use. You can, like hemp plastic, for example, hemp plastic biodegrades in five years. 
So if you have something made out of hemp plastic, it just biodegrades and go right back into the environment. Um, as far as recycling hemp, I'm not sure. Like recycling hemp plastic, uh, cardboard and paper and stuff, I'm pretty sure that that's you can do that. Um, I'm almost positive you probably can, but I don't. I don't know for sure. But um, in 2008, uh, tears tears in the chat says, "Why doesn't this?" Why doesn't the government state this in public? Well, because hemp, unfortunately, hemp was uh, made illegal like cannabis in the interest of big business. And that's why that's been illegal for so long. It just became hemp just became legal again in the United States in 2018 when Trump signed the uh the farm bill of 2018 and made hemp legal in the United States to grow. And then states like ours in Michigan right away became, came up with a pilot program. And last year was our first year growing hemp in Michigan. Was it, wasn't there a newspaper company that was like backing the shutdown of the hemp industry back he, in the day? Yes, it was William uh, Randolph Hearst. <laughs> so back uh, the tycoon from the early 1900s, William Randolph Hearst, he owned all the media newspaper publications, but he also owned all the paper mills and owned the forestry to make the paper, to print the paper. So he lobbied against hemp because hemp could be used to make paper, but he already owned all the paper mills and he had his whole system going. So he helped with the, uh, you know, the, the, the first bill was the Marijuana Taxation Act where they you were required to pay a $10,000 license fee to grow hemp. So back then that was probably like, what, a million dollars? That was probably, yeah, <laughs> probably like 10000 You might make $5,000 a year back then, you know? So, um, yeah, so it was crazy. That's why That's probably why you don't hear a lot from the government on hemp because they made it illegal in cahoots with the big business owner. And uh, now that the rest of the world, it took the rest of the world, it took Europe and Norway and places that started growing hemp. I mean, India, they grow hemp. They just decided to grow hemp in a uh, country in Africa. Like, yep. I mean, it's a smart move. Hemp is, has so many good things, oh, but wow. the problem is they've tried to suppress cannabis or uh, marijuana, which is the other, you know, they're identical. And you just can't now you can't do you can't do that now. You're just going to have to live with it. You're going to have to live with the fact that people want to get high. That's it. And now we got cannabis so, or now we got hemp. So it's funny that hemp came after cannabis because it's the least harmful of the two or whatever. I mean, if you want to say danger or whatever, hemp don't get you high. So weed was actually legal in a lot of places. So in the the, US. I guess uh, whoever. <laughs> Yeah, whoever brought cannabis to light, I guess, was more, more just wanted to get stoned and shit than, than to use it for other properties. Uh, do you have you guys ever come across any, uh, what's the right word, like society or or area where they strictly use hemp as an infrastructure, like so we can get an idea of how that kind of a world would be like. Yeah, they just started. Europe is far ahead of that us might, that on that. That might be an open uh, question. Yeah, they're they're in. A, really? Europe has been ahead of us. They've been making Europe made made some structures and housing, and they're they're uh, 
their building codes and everything already have hemp in them because they've been doing it. But we just started it here. There's an interesting podcast called the Hemp Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, if you guys want to check that out, these guys talk all about hemp. It's a really good podcast. It's only about a half an hour. And they have interesting guests about hemp in the hemp industry. They have people on there that, and that's the only reason I know so much about hemp is I listen to that one and I don't, I do a lot of reading, but at the same time, they got really uh, good guests on there and they explain where the hemp industry is going. They actually, I think somewhere in New Mexico, I want to say in that area was the first municipality to have a hemp built municipal building. Can we build the wall out of hemp? <laughs> you probably yeah, hempcrete. Well, hempcrete, hempcrete's weird. It's it's more for insulation. It's not really for strength. But the, you can definitely build some Ooh. fibrous shit. You you can definitely build some materials out of hemp that are strong, like fiberglass and stuff like that. Yeah, I think some places back in the day used to build uh, car part like the bodies and shit out of hemp. They did. Yeah, yeah. There was a few of them. I think right now maybe Porsche. There's there's some German company that had they make their fenders out of hemp. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might be making that up, but sounds sounds like, good. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's a, that's a good information, man. I didn't know about that. They you you said car parts out of hemp. Yeah, like the body, yeah, like, like the, the body parts like and the, the frames and yeah. shit. Oh, nice. That's pretty dope. Yeah, because I think AC strand for strand, it's stronger you, uh, than a uh, steel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, strong. Oh, Cindy in the chest is our first flag was made out of hemp. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, good hemp fun. fabric. Good fun fun fact. Hey, hemp the, is more America than anything. It is. The Constitution was written on hemp paper. Exactly. Yes. As a matter of fact, Look a lot of that. the founding fathers were hemp farmers, but not only that, there there was a time in the first when they first colonized, they required you to grow hemp. You had to grow hemp. And it was because of the oil. They used the oil for the lamps. Um, they used the fiber for rope. Right. I mean, they really, yeah, it was one time where we were dependent on it. Is there such thing as hemp condoms? you <laughs> <laughs> fibrous, man. Am I far reaching with that one? <laughs> Anything's possible. Hey, even if you can't do a hemp condom, maybe you could do a hemp flavored one anyway. So there you go. You'd be like, oh, if your old, lady, your old lady's a smoker, man, she might go for it. Yeah, so you got the alien willy condoms. <laughs> <laughs> got the, be a whole line of the shit. The alien willy condoms. Yo, yeah. you guys are just coming with some gold right now. <laughs> you guys can have it. Make, make some money off of it. <laughs> No man, my, our plates are full. Just let everybody get, know what you got. Get fucking hemp slivers and shit. Our our plates are full, bro. Government <laughs> forced. Oh, I'm sorry. Government forced Henry Ford to stop using hemp uh, gasoline. Hemp gasoline? I didn't know there was hemp gasoline. You can make anything from hemp. Yeah, you can make fuel out of hemp. You yep. can make a biodiesel out of hemp. Yeah, no doubt. There's hey Ralph. There's like twenty. There's like over twenty thousand known uses for hemp. Wow. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to read the chat real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, there's a lot of. Uh, now that I'm learning, there's a lot of fucking uses for hemp. 
maybe uh, uh, business structures could be used, like uh, business like houses can be used out of hemp. Is that possible? Yeah, for sure. Yep. That's awesome, man. All right, guys. Well, I don't want to wear you guys out. Is there any uh, does anybody in the chat have any questions for our friend Tim and Dave? That way, uh, we can let these guys continue with their day. Yeah, man. Uh, um, yeah, Trumpy Bears. Hemp Trumpy Bears. What's up? Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say thanks for thanks for having us on your show, dude. We really appreciate it. We we listen to your show. We thank your listeners for tuning in today. You know, uh, Ralph was like number one last week. Yeah. yeah, he made the list. Yeah, congratulations on that, man. You got you got a good show. We love tuning oh, in. Thanks, brothers. I appreciate that. I love I love I love your mix. <clears throat> the only the only reason I'm up I was up there is because of everybody in the chat and and people listening and and following and you guys too for showing me some support and i appreciate you guys thank you yeah you're welcome yeah we appreciate it appreciate all the listeners gotta try and get you guys up there yeah we're we're impressed with the format here we like the uh we like the live shows um i I love having the entertainment value for people but also the knowledge part for people too because i think people want to People want to be entertained, but I think they want to learn things too, and they want to share. They want to share what they know, and this is a good. This is a good uh, platform for that, you know. Yeah, we we came from Buzzsprout. They didn't have all the yeah, live, I tried to, live show shit. Nice, Buzzsprout. I never I haven't tried that one. Eh, I, I like Podbean a little bit better, man. I mean, Buzzsprout actually told yeah. you, like your, you, more, like your your listeners, you could like look cities and zip codes. You could get really in depth of where everybody's coming from. But I think I think Podbean will get there eventually. Oh wow! So that's awesome. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, so uh, I guess there's no last minute uh, questions for you guys. Very good, man. So, um, I guess yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys. Wait, what? George Washington. George Washington grew his own pot. Yeah, I believe that I remember <laughs> and smoked it. That's what's up. Tears shared the show. Yeah, guys. So um, thank you for the information. That was very insightful. Make, everybody make sure to follow Tim and Dave on Instagram. And if you have any further questions in terms of the products or projects that they're working on, make sure to hit them up on their Instagram and other social medias that they have. Make sure to check out their show, which their next episode. When is your next episode going to drop, guys? Our next episode is going to drop Monday, and then uh, we'll have one for Friday. So make sure you check out uh, check out the show. Make sure you you know leave a comment if you like it. Even if you don't like it, we like to hear from everybody. And Ralph, thanks for your hospitality. You're always a great host, man. Appreciate that. And all your listeners, thank you for, you know, tuning into the show today. Have a blessed day. Have a great Sunday. You know, get out and hit the work. Get out and hit the week hard next week. Get everything that you need to get done. You know, battle through it. You're having a tough day. Battle through that shit. Uh, Draw inspiration from something and just keep it moving, baby. Because you know what? Nobody's going to give it to you. You got to go out and get it. So go out and get it. And uh, have a good week, and uh, we'll chat at you. Peace. That's awesome, buddy. That's some great inspirational words from these guys. Thank you very much, and you guys are always welcome next time you want to jump on and chat with us. 
no need to ask. Just come and call, and I'll put you on. For sure. All right. So thank care, guys. Thank you very much.